following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. You're listening to Pastor Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. I'm inviting you to call and pray today. But first, I'm going to read for you from the book of Nahum. I'd forgotten that Nahum was even in the Bible. Its message concerning Nineveh is very important, for it applies to all of us. Nahum was written about a hundred years 
after Jonah went to Nineveh. And now God is going to deal with Nineveh because they have turned in total rebellion and wickedness. And God is ready to deal with them. Nahum, the first chapter. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his foes and maintains his wrath against his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. His way is in the whirlwind and the storm, and clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and dries it up. He makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither. The blossoms of of Lebanon fade. The mountains quake. The hills melt away. The earth trembles at his presence. The world and all who live in it. Who can withstand his indignation? Who can endure his fierce anger? His wrath is poured out like fire. The rocks are shattered before him. Nahum chapter 1. You can call today, 877-534-0780. Last week, we could not get everyone in because you waited until the last minute to call. Please don't do that today. The lines are wide open. You're welcome to call right now. If you have a heart to pray. A strange thing happened to me on Wednesday night. Something that's never happened before. I was in the prayer closet. I was praying. And a great weight of God's vengeance came upon me. Now, I've always taught on the wrath of God, but I've never felt it before. A great, a great weight came upon me. That weight of God's vengeance has been on me constantly since then. I see that the Christian church and the Christian faith in America has all been about love. If you read Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God that triggered the first great awakening in America, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Jonathan Edwards worked many hours, days on that message, and it was piercing. We have a caller. Yes, welcome. Please pray. Okay. Father, we need you to take control in our churches and in our country. Yes. We need revival. We need your power. And we need your burden for the lost. There are some people in my family who don't want to give up their lifestyle and serve you. But I don't mean to judge them. I need a deeper walk with you. And we shouldn't be content with the way we are. We need to always be growing in in love for you and others. That's what we're here for. And I pray for your mercy on the church as a whole. Forgive our casualness and bring your Bible. Yes. And there are many in churches who are not even born again. Show them that they are lost and they need you. So they would trust in you and surrender. And there, there are some who are born again, but then they fell back into sin, and on the other hand, or on the other hand, self-righteousness. I pray that you'd have mercy on them and bring them back. And I pray for the ministries who are preaching your word, 
please empower them and make them fruitful in your kingdom. Yes. And I pray the same for all of us. We need your power. We can't do anything without you. Yes. Anything of real value. Have mercy on our country as we have turned away from you. I pray for the salvation of Biden and Harris and all that are in government and enable them to lead our country according to your ways. I confess I've been discouraged about a lot of things in our country and in the world in general, but you're looking for faith. You're looking for perseverance. You want us to keep standing against the enemy. Even when the answers aren't immediate, help us to keep pressing through. You've told us to pray and not to faint. And you are the rewarder of those who seek you diligently. Yes. I pray for your power. We're here for your purposes. Fill us with your spirit and work through us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kayla. Our phone line is wide open. You're welcome to call and pray. I've been reading the sermons of Azuzu Street from Pastor Seymour. I'll be talking about that next week. We have another caller. Welcome. Welcome. Please God pray. bless you, Pastor. Thank you. Okay, I, I tried my best to get in last week, and I, I was feeling kind of down that I didn't, but I thank God for the day. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for your manservant, Pastor Greeley. We thank you for his family, Lord. We thank you for the ministry that you have placed in his hands, knowing that you are the over-shepherd and he is the under-shepherd. Yes. And Lord, I thank you for your servant standing firmly on your word. Thank you, Lord, that he is instant, in season, and out of season. I thank you, Lord, for him rightly dividing the word of truth. And Lord, I thank you that you have called him into the service of the Lord to preach the uncompromising word of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for those who have a stand for righteousness, a stand for holiness, Yes. A stand for living according to your word. Your son said in your word to be ye holy, for you are holy. And Lord, we pray for people that lift up a righteous stand in your name. We also pray for the same people, Lord. Some of them, Lord, condone acts of unrighteousness by other people while they confess to live holy themselves. And Lord, we ask you to touch their hearts. Touch their minds. Touch their souls, Lord, knowing that we must live holy and righteous before you without condoning any acts of unrighteousness or engaging in any acts of sin. Lord, we ask you to touch the hearts of those who claim to be yours. For your servant Timothy said, Lord, Paul said to your servant Timothy that the foundation of God standing sure, having this seal, that the Lord knows those that are his. Amen. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Now, Lord, we bless you and we praise you. Yes. And as we come boldly unto the throne of grace, I touch and agree with your son Greeley. I touch and agree with this prayer line on today. I touch and agree with everyone who's listening right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as we come boldly unto the throne of grace. Lord, we ask that you touch the hearts of the callers today, stir them up like never before. Paul told his servant Timothy to stir up the gift that's within him. 
in the name of Jesus. And as we come humbly unto the throne at the same time, Lord, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We thank you for being so merciful, Lord. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your forgiveness, Lord, for we are only alive this morning on this day because you have made this day. And you have kept us throughout the course of the night from all hurt, harm, or dangers, seen and unseen. And, Lord, we pray, my God, that it's of your mercies that we're not consumed. Your compassion fail not. It's made new every morning. And great, Lord, is your faithfulness. Father God, we come boldly unto your throne. Lord, if we have said anything, if we have thought anything, if we have did anything in the flesh that was contrary to your word, Lord, we pray, my God, right now, in the name of Jesus, help us, Lord, to turn from our wicked ways. Give us a heart and a mind to repent before you in the name of Jesus with godly sorrow. And, Lord, at the day we hear your voice, you told us through your word to harden not our hearts. Lord, we surrender our minds, our bodies, our souls, our total being unto you, Lord. In the name of Jesus the Christ. Now we bless you, Lord. According to 1 John 1 and 9, you said that if we confess our sins that you are faithful and you are just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, you have blessed this nation over and over and over and over again. And they're still asking you to bless America. But, Lord, we thank you that now it's time for every creature in America to start blessing you. Bless your name in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're not coming to the throne asking for blessings and mercies and grace and goodness and all that. Lord, we seek ye first the kingdom of God in your righteousness. And you said in your word that all these things shall be added unto us as we seek your kingdom, Lord. Give the people, give the people a heart and a mind. To turn, Lord, we ask you to send a spirit, a revival to yes. the church, to the living body. Lord, your sons and daughters have become at ease and die in Zion. Your sons and daughters are sleeping in the word of God. Lord, wake them up in Jesus' name. Shake them, Lord. Make Wake them, Lord. Shake the very foundation that they stand on, Lord. In the name of Jesus, and wake them up to the reality that you're waiting for your sons and your daughters to call on your name. For you said in your word, Lord, that if your people, which are called by your name, shall humble themselves, pray, seek your face, turn from their wicked ways, then will you hear from heaven and you will forgive us of our sins, and you will heal the land in the name of Jesus. Lord, have your people to wake up and arise and shine and start to give your name the glory, the honor, all the power, everything that's due to your name. For, Father, you declared in your word that at the name of Jesus the Christ, Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess in that beautiful, precious name, Father. We thank you for your only begotten Son, who is full of grace and truth. And, Lord, you said in your word, for as many as received your Son, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to those that believed on his name. Now, Lord, we ask you to look down on this on the global situation, Lord. Those who are going through, 
all the families who are crying out right now. Someone's grieving right now, Lord. Someone's grieving their spirit. We pray for that family right now, Lord, who have lost a loved one to the virus COVID-19. We pray for that family right now, Lord, who have lost a loved one to some family member who have served in the armed forces. We pray right now, Lord, about a family who have lost a loved one in senseless killings and violence in the street. We pray right now, Lord, that you move in these big cities. Touch the hands of not only these young black men, but touch the hands of every man that has a heart in the mind to engage in criminal activity in the name of Jesus. Lord, give my heart and the mind to turn away from sin in Jesus' name. Convict them in their spirit of sin and unrighteousness in Jesus' name. Lord, we ask you to raise up people in this end time religion. My God, raise them up in this end time harvest, Lord, that they will go out and be bold and witness your word like never before. Remove the spirit of timidness. Remove the spirit of shy. Remove the spirit of fear. Remove the spirit of doubt and unbelief and have that true child of God to stand up with the boldness that you had, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for your word. In the name of Jesus, how your son David stood against a giant. It seems like the odds was against him, Lord. But you were on his side every step of the way. And we thank you, my God, that the situation that we're going through right now, it might look like a giant of a problem. But, Lord, you are bigger than any giant out there. Lord, bless your people, my God, to stand in the midst of adversity in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And Lord, we ask these blessings as we, my God, look to you because you're the author and you're the finisher of our faith. And we look to the hills from which cometh our help, knowing that all our help come from you. Now we bless you and we praise you. We thank you for help in the government agencies, Lord. But we thank you most of all, my God, because your help and your resources and your provisions are unlimited. Lord, we got some trust in man, but we got all our total trust in you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Remember every prayer request, Lord. Remember every unspoken prayer request. All these blessings we ask in Jesus Christ's name, Lord. All who are out of your will, we claim them by faith right now. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. God bless you, Pastor. Amen. Be encouraged now. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Our lines are wide open. Thank you, each who's calling. The lines are open. Call 877 534 0780. Again, that's 877 534 0780. The lines are open and waiting for you. Will you call and pray and be bold? Oh Lord, I lift up your name and I ask that you would bless each who has the courage to call. And that you would put your word in our mouth, that we would pray in accord with your will. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your mighty name. Amen. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you, brother. Father, we come to you today. We humble ourselves before your presence, Lord. Yes. And we we lift you. I lift to you a thanks, Lord for the prayers before mine and for those who shall come after mine, Lord. I will ask you, Lord, that you will take these people into your hands and whatever need they have in their life of your presence, whatever lacking they my experience of your presence in their life, that you will fill all necessities in order that you will will be done in their lives, Lord, and their lives will be an expression of your walking among us today, Lord. Lord, we come to you, Lord, asking your guidance 
for every day, Lord. We give you thanks, Lord, because you you are always present. It is us who sometimes or most of the times fail to recognize your presence in our life. As we ask for your presence, Lord, we fail to recognize your guidance. We fail to recognize your presence in our life, Lord. Lord, I ask you that I will learn to be that quiet enough and resting only in you, that I will be able to hear you, that I will be able to see you, Lord. Because it was not in the earthquake. It was not in the fire. It was not in the wind, Lord, that you talked to Elijah. It was in the whisper. After all those things has happened, Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you will teach us in this nation and all the Christians around the world to be quiet enough and dependent enough of you and waiting enough on you that we will not miss the whisper, Lord, when you come to our lives, that we will walk in such a way that we will never sudden your Holy Spirit when it is abiding in us, Lord. Lord, you said we are dead because of our transgressions, but it's your Spirit that lives in us who give life to these mortal bodies if your spirit lives in us, Lord. Many are just talking, Lord. Many have just learned how to talk Christian language. Many have learned the declare. Many have learned that you have to speak it. And I would say that's a bad interpretation, Lord. Because what we have to learn is that it's the doing, Lord, the obedience to you, the be respectful and watchful all the time to what you want to do in our lives. Yes. Come to us, Lord. In the beginning, Lord, you said, and everything was done. That's your word, our word does not have that kind of power. It's our obedience. Because when we obeyed, you manifest yourself in our life. It is not our voice that you obey. It's our obedience that brings you to move. If our obedience, when we put ourselves in every circumstances, we trust in you, then you are obligated by yourself only to fulfill your promises. Like Moses said, do not kill these people. What the other nations will say about you. And that is the point in which we have to be, Lord. If we are to face sickness, then let it be you, our doctor. If we are to face danger, let it be you, our deliverer. If we are to face scarcity, let it be you, our provider. But let us be careful that we will not be in danger or in scarcity or in any other situation because our wrongdoings better be we are in those situations because of we are obeying and trusting you when you send us. And then you will manifest yourself for your glory, not for ours, Lord. Lord, I ask you that we will learn to live in, in that revelation, Lord. That we will learn to know that if we trust in you first by doing your will, and then later, by facing the consequences, then you will manifest yourself for your own sake. Yes. 
and your wisdom will be revealed to all powers, Lord. Lord, we ask you that you will bring not just our pastor Ray, but many, Lord, many under that truth, Lord. We see in our churches, the pastors are obeying the sheep, which is the way Satan will love it, the way he loves it, because there is no truth in him. Today, sheep govern over the pastors, and that's why the churches are such a disgrace before your presence, Lord. We ask you that you will raise brave pastors that will face whatever demons are running, wandering about in their congregations, and then they will be able to face the consequences, and you will manifest yourself in their lives, Lord, that you will bring them victorious. Otherwise, it will be said that there is no God. And let us behave like Elijah when he was returning from the scene in which Sorry. I confused the names Elijah and the other name. He was returning and he asked, where is the God of Elijah? Yes. And he hit the river waters and the river was split. That was a man walking in God's will. Yes. And that was a God manifesting himself in his life. Let us live that way, Lord. Yes. Let us trust in you, Lord. Let us accept the challenge that you have sent over over humanity. Time after time, time after time. Trust in me. Wait in me. Be quiet and recognize that I am God. We know it is hard to be quiet when cancer is eating our bodies. We know it's hard to be quiet when our government is decaying. We know it's hard to be quiet when the enemy is advancing over us. And not spiritually, but here in earth, that you can actually see and see the enemy running towards you with the worst intentions. Yes. We just have to behave in obedience. We just have to apply what is written in Matthew chapter 5 and 6. We just have to resist the devil. We just have to know that it is not our physical enemy, the one who is after us. And it is not us who can retain an enemy that we cannot see. It is you, Lord. Let us live in that reality that our fight are not against flesh and blood, although the cancer keeps going, although the enemy keeps advancing, although the government is still rotten and every day much more so, Lord. Let us live in trust that we are the only ones in the whole planet, in the whole human history that can actually cry out to you with the promises that you will hear us and that you will deliver us. Let us be, Lord, in trust that once we die, we will be raised up with Jesus Christ for eternity. So we will be laughed at death when death comes to us with its lies. 
death cannot retain us. Is it true that we believe that we, that being with you is gain? Is it true? If that is the case, Lord, let death come to us, that we shall laugh at it, that we shall ask, oh, death, where is your stinging? Where is it? You don't have it. It was cut down. Once we understand that, we will be able to stand before anything, Lord. Lord, let us be brave, brave people, brave people that will face whatever you send them to face, Lord, recognizing that it's not their battle, but yours, Lord. Lord, let your will be done in our lives so we won't have to be worrying about our government, about our enemy nations, about conspiracies, about satanic movement, nothing of that, Lord, because the chief of the enemies have been destroyed and his defeat have been exhibited before all spiritual powers. He has been defeated and humiliated So there is not much to do other than just trusting you and not in his lies, Lord. We ask you, Lord, that we will be always, always aware of such truth. This is not mine speaking. It is written in the Bible, all over the Bible. If we open the Bible, any page probably will speak about this truth. Bring your people to your word, Lord. Bring conviction. Bring repentance. I also know, Lord, that few will be safe. Few will be safe. Narrow is the gate. Few will find it. And you don't mention it, but I am guessing that out of those who find it, not all of them will go through. I ask you, Lord, that those who find it, Lord, will go through. I ask you, Lord, that at least a portion of those who say that they have found it, they will go through, Lord. I wish, Lord, you will hold tight all who at least say that they are Christians, Lord. Although we know that that day many will say, but Lord, Lord, haven't we spelled demons and healed the sick in your name? And you will say, depart from me, evildoers. I have never known you. Yes. Oh, Lord. How few will make it to your presence, Lord. Be merciful, Lord. Be merciful. Have mercy on us, Lord. And bring us to live in the light of your presence, Lord. Yes. Make it so, Lord, that every time we walk and we don't remember you, make it so that we stumble into you, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, I ask you all these things. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. The lines are open. We have another caller, and some lines are still open. Welcome. Please pray. Lord Jesus, we just come before you at such a, a critical time for our nation, for the history of our nation. And Lord, I, I'm asking, Lord, that you would give us a spirit of prayer for the church in America. 
but the church is lukewarm. And that's such a horrific place to be because it's almost resistant to all conviction of sin. It says everybody else is bad, but I'm okay. Lord, I have been in that place, so I I know what it's like. I've been in lukewarm churches. I've known many lukewarm pastors through the years. Mighty God. And Lord, I, it takes such a fire to change that. And so Lord, I'm asking that you would deal with the lukewarm church in compassion and mercy. And Lord, I'm not going to tell you how to do it, Lord. That's your decision. But Lord, would you awaken the church from its slumber, from its ease, from its content? Lord, we've been so self-absorbed in America for so long. That now the church is just an extension of that. We have all sorts of self-help programs. Learn your spiritual gifts and how to be all you can be. And we've forgotten you, Jesus. So, Lord, I, I know we're in great trouble before you. And I'm asking, as Habakkuk asked you, that in wrath, would you remember mercy, Lord? But Lord, would you wake up the church before it slips into hell, Lord? Yes. And Lord, I... You've asked many of us to carry a burden of prayer, and that's sometimes painful. Most of the time it's painful, but it's, it's a wonderful gift from you to share your heart. So, Lord, I just have to repent for those times when I said, you know, it's, it's just too heartbreaking to bear that burden right now I need to I need a break or it's so painful because we you show us how we've treated you with such contempt and pride such a lack of humility yes such an arrogant spirit treated other people in much the same way. So, Lord, I'm asking for a total change, a total change by your Spirit, Jesus. Lord, a total renovation that only you can provide Lord, for the church in America, Lord. Lord, that the church will no longer leave its first love. Lord, many are like the church at Ephesus. They've lost their first love. <laughs> and they need to repeat their first work. That's what you called them to do, Lord. Lord, many are lukewarm. Many are like Smyrna. They, they talk it, but they don't walk it. So, Lord, you know the hearts of each one of us and nothing is hidden from your sight Lord Lord our thoughts our motives Lord it's all exposed Lord I'm asking that you would come and bring a change in the church Lord yes that we could walk in the light Lord take one this one brother prayed first John if we walk in the light, as you're in the light, the blood of Jesus forgives us of all our sin. 
Jesus. Lord, we need your blood. We need your blood, Jesus. So, Lord, I I bless you, and I thank you for this broadcast, Lord, and I thank you that, that you still do bring conviction. But, Lord, it's the word of the Lord is rare in America, Lord. Most people don't hear a straight, honest word from your pulpits, Lord. So I'm asking that this would change quickly, Lord, before we're wiped away, Lord. Yes. So, Lord, have your way, Lord, in each life. And, Lord, I thank you for all who are brave enough to call and to stand on your promises and to trust you to change things even though they look dark, Lord. But you're the mighty one, Jesus, so I put my trust in you. Thank you, Lord. Pray your holy name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you. Okay, we have time for at least one more call. Call 877-534-0780. You're listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. Call quickly. I've been reading the sermons by Brother Seymour from Azuzu Street. He tells the story of the parable of the wise and foolish virgins. He points out that in the story of the wise and the foolish virgins, they're all committed Christians. All have been regenerated. But there's one class of Christians that ends up with no oil. And he says those are the ones who have refused the blessing of the Pentecost baptism. He says that to be saved, you're going to have to not just have your sins forgiven, not just be sanctified or regenerated, but you're going to have to also have the Pentecost baptism for the work of the gospel. I hope you understand that. Many say that when they were baptized, they received all there was to receive. They were sealed in the Holy Spirit, Ephesians, the first chapter. But it's clear in the scripture with Jesus that that's not enough. He said, wait, wait for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Pentecost baptism with power. We need that baptism for the spirit of prayer. We need that baptism for the work that God is calling us to do. We need that baptism to live the kind of life that Jesus has called us to live. Do you have that baptism yet? Lord, I just come today crying out before your throne, asking Almighty God, for the fullness of that Pentecost baptism to come upon your people in this age in America with the conviction, with the turning away from all wickedness. Lord, with the understanding that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords and that we are not the ones who establish our own righteousness, that you are the one who makes a man righteous and then equips him to do the work of the gospel which you have commanded. And Lord, I see your wrath. And I see that no easy believism will help a man escape that wrath. That without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, a man will slowly drift back and be cooled. And finally, we'll turn his back on you or we'll go to legalism. 
Lord, I'm asking for your Holy Spirit. According to Luke, the 11th chapter. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Well, there's time for one more very quick call, 877-534-0780. Is your heart to cry out to God? Is your heart to be honest and to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Is that the cry of your heart? You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. I look forward to getting your letters. I had some very blessed letters this week encouraging me. Go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. And there you'll find all the information you need and my phone number. We have one more caller, just about two minutes. God bless you. Please pray. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you today for your many, many manifold blessings, Lord, upon us. Lord, those especially that are called to the house of God and to the faith of God, the faith of Jesus Christ. Lord, and Father, I ask you today that you pour out your spirit afresh on your church Lord, on the people of God, that they may be awakened to the reality of the time that we're actually living in, Lord. You said that in the last days, perilous times shall come, and men shall become lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, incontinence, fierce, traitors, heady, high-minded, Lord, having a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. And Lord, you said from such turn away. May we turn away from everything that denies your power and hold to everything that proclaims your power, Lord. May we turn to that which uh, displays and honors and confirms the power which is in Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is God Almighty. And Father, we thank you today that you're working on the leaders of this nation. You said that the heart of the king is in your hand, and you can turn it like a river, whithersoever you will. We ask you to turn them, the president, the vice president, the Congress, the Senate, the Supreme Court, the governors, all those in authority, God. Turn them back to the word of God, the convicting power of the Holy Ghost, which was sent into the world to convince of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for doing all those things. When you said judgment must begin in the house of the Lord first, Lord, so bring judgment to the house, God, that it may roll to the uh, secular and to the governing uh, portion of our nation, God. And Lord, we call out for a cease and desist order on this Equality Act, God, where people have lost maybe half their minds trying to pass things that are not only against you, but against nature, Lord. Yes. And we thank you, Father, today for that cease and desist order in Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Ghost. And you said, if any two of you shall agree is touching any one thing, and I know all those in the listening audience agree with me on this issue, God, that it is not of you, that it is anti-God, anti-family, anti-faith, anti-common sense. In the name of Jesus Christ and in the name of all that is common sense in our society, Lord, we ask you to bury this thing and put it away forever. And we thank you for it, Father, today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother Tom, thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Pastor Ray. God bless you. Thank you. Well, we're out of time. God bless you. I love you. We'll talk soon.